Welcome to the inaugural podcast of Common Sense Leadership with your host, Dr. L.D. Bennett. Common Sense Leadership is an influencer podcast that will make you think, laugh, and act. Thanks for tuning in. Now let's join our host, Dr. L.D. Bennett. Well, happy Thanksgiving. I know it's a belated, but happy Thanksgiving anyway. I am super, super excited about Common Sense Leadership Podcast and the wonderful people that have been listening and subscribing. Thank you so much for that. Continue to tell other people to do that and continue to follow us. So what I wanted to say, too, is I I have just been just extremely grateful and honored uh, by the guests that uh, have been on the show. Uh, We've had uh, some wonderful people on this last the first month. And just so you know, uh, that theme, that uh, whole pattern of having great guests will continue. And so that part of the podcast that that won't change. If anything, it'll get better if that's even possible. So let me just recap uh, just for just a second. Let me just recap, you know, our purpose and and the format that we will we'll follow going forward. So uh, my purpose is, as the intro said, this is an influencer podcast. This is about giving you information, um, making making information, making perspectives and insights available to you so that you can act, uh, whether it be in your leadership journey or in your life as a whole. This is information and you take it and use it and apply it as uh, as you see fit. But I'm excited to bring it to you. That's format number one. And format number two is what I'm doing today, which is called Practical Wisdom. And the Practical Wisdom Podcast, uh, this is about leadership in life. These are some of the some of the lessons I've learned over the last 40 years, and some of them have been learned the hard way. Many of you know what I mean. It left a mark. Uh, others uh, were life-changing, and uh, most were humorous, although they weren't humorous at the time, okay? Uh, but when you're going through things and you're learning, one of the things that I've always purposed in my heart to do is never make the same mistake twice. So when I make mistakes and and I still do, I think back in 1962 or something, that's just a joke. But even as I continue to make mistakes, I am constantly learning from that. I want to know what could I have done better? What did I miss or what could I have seen from a different perspective? And that's really what I I like doing. And that's why I, I just so enjoy Uh, the guests that I've had on and those that will be coming because their perspective is so insightful. And I'm learning a lot as, as they're talking about the various topics. So that's, that's the next thing. I mean, we've got two, we we have two formats, the regular interviews and we have the practical wisdom podcast. So let me just say this. I am a woman of faith. I believe I have a strong, strong faith and uh, I'm also a woman of adventure. Uh, I will take a risks. I'll take some risks and uh, I will do whatever I feel I need to do to, 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 you know, to move to that next level. I also have an amazing sense of wonder for life. I, I, I just enjoy it and I, I enjoy where I am. I enjoy just seeing everything around me and I also enjoy having a good laugh. I've got a great sense of humor. So some of what, some of that you will hear, probably all of that you'll hear uh, in the podcast and, and the blocks will come out this month as well. So today's episode is about accepting permission, accepting permission, permission to follow your dream, 
or to try something new. And something is in squiggly fingers. Okay, I got my little squiggly fingers like they're quotation marks. So you might tell yourself, oh, you know what, LD? I really don't need permission. I I don't need permission. I can just do what I want to do. I'm a card-carrying adult. I can do what I want to do. Well, okay. Let me say that um, that sounds good, but all of us need permission. So let me say a little something about permission and why I wanted to talk about permission because permission is what led me to start this podcast. So when you think about permission, I was talking to a good friend of mine, Doris Green, and she said, oh, I like that topic. Uh, she's a retired educator, and uh, she's always give, she's American lit. She, she loves that. So she's always giving me quotes and, and various things. And one of the things she said to me was she said, now think about what permission means uh, to you, meant to you as a child, you know, when you were growing up. What did permission mean? And one of the things I said was, well, Permission meant that I could do a little bit more as I got older. You got greater permission, okay? When you're young, you can play on the porch or play in the yard. You can go down the street, but you have to be back by a certain time. But as you get older, what I realized was that permission was so much more. It was more about confidence, the confidence that my parents had in me, but also the confidence that I, I was able to develop in myself. Permission gives you courage. Permission also helps to raise your self-esteem because when people give you permission, they're basically saying to you, I know you can do this and go ahead and do it. Permission also gave me a greater sense of self. And so that's why I wanted to talk about permission and why permission is so important. And it's important to all of us. So Let me talk about permission and this passion and this dream that I had to do this podcast. So I'd been noodling on this project for a few years, admittedly. Um, And you know how it is. You, You talk about your something, and that's still in squiggly fingers. You get excited about it. Oh, my goodness, you're jumping up and down. You're all excited about it. And then real life happens. The job requires more. The children require more. Uh, You have ailing parents or family members, and they require more of your time. You're traveling more with your job. This is pre-global pandemic. Or a global pandemic happens and things change. Everything changes. How we do everything changes. And you know what you're saying to yourself is, okay, let let me just, I don't need to think about that right now. Um, And then pretty soon, your something gets pushed to the back burner. It's still in your spirit. It's still in your heart. But it is no longer a priority. There may have even been times when you thought to yourself, will it ever happen? I know that's what happened to me. I was thinking about, I've been thinking about this for years, at least the last four or five years. And I was like, this is what I need to do. This is really what I want to do. But then real life happened. But sometimes, unexpectedly, you get caught off guard, like totally caught off guard, which was my case. Get caught off guard, and along comes your answer. My answer came in the form of a question. In the form of a question. 
So three years ago, I was attending the closing banquet for a Betsy Magnus Leadership Institute class. And you'll hear me refer to Betsy Magnus Leadership Institute, and we call it BMLI, the acronym for that. And uh, so as a heads up, um, BMLI is a nine-month leadership development program for women sponsored by WICT, W-I-C-T, that's Women in Cable Telecommunications. So just a little history, a little snippet for you. BMLI is the top-rated leadership program in the digital, in the entire digital media and entertainment industry. Now that says a lot, right? So selection is highly competitive and to be in the program and to be an alum of the program is quite prestigious. So it's a very, very big deal. So that gives you a little background on BMLI. So, and you'll hear me talk about BMLI uh, throughout various podcasts because they are such a, a huge part of my tribe and, and I love the Betsy's. Okay. So <clears throat> here I am, I'm sitting at this, this closing banquet at the table and typically my colleagues and I, Sarah King, uh, Mary Berry and, and Sharon McDowell, you know, we usually sit, <clears throat> excuse me, we usually sit at different tables so that we can sit with the, each one of us sits with a different table. Well, this particular situation, Sarah and I were off doing something. So when we come back, we're, we're both sitting at the table with six participants, six Betsy's, which is fine. We're cool with that. <clears throat> so we're sitting there and, you know, you know, chatting, just light chatting. And then Sarah King uh, gets a conversation at the table started by asking a question. At the time, I thought it was an innocent question. Uh-uh. No, it was a loaded question. Okay. And that's a good thing. So here's a question. If you could do anything you wanted, what would it be? If you could do anything you wanted, what would it be? Simple enough, right? (laughs) Not so much. Turns out it was a heavy question, a loaded question. In that moment, in that very moment, while I'm waiting for my turn to respond, I kind of felt anxious, you know? I was like, ooh, should I say this? And sometimes if you have this passion or you have a dream or you have an idea, even sometimes your next, your permission might be an idea that you want to share about a project that your, your team is working on. And at the end, sometimes in that moment, when you have the opportunity to share it, you're like, Oh, should I share it? You know, I don't know. And so in that moment, me bold, me, I was a little anxious. I was anxious because my response was my something. Remember something is in squiggly fingers. My response was my something. And when I said it, when I verbalized it, and I said this, I want a podcast that will eventually become a serious XM radio program. Oh my gosh, I've said it. It's out there. And at that very moment, it was so liberating. It was unexpectedly liberating. And Sarah's question gave me permission. And I know, I know you say, oh, LD, not you. You didn't need permission. Uh, Yeah, I did. And Sarah King's question gave me permission. It was permission to verbalize that dream and to give voice to it. 
I needed that permission to move forward. And I, I, you, you, you may be in your position. You might be in a situation where you're saying, I don't know if I, if I should recommend this to my team. I don't know if I need to raise my hand. And we talk about raising hands and that's in squiggly fingers as well. Raising a hand means, Hey, I'm willing to take that challenge. I'm willing to accept that challenge. I'm willing to step in to that moment. There's a little anxiety when you do it right before you do it. And sometimes even after you've said it, you're like, what did I just say? But permission is needed. It's like in the military. I'm a third generation Navy family from a third generation Navy family. One of the things that in the military, they say permission to come aboard. And that question from Sarah King basically gave me permission to come aboard. So when I said it out loud and, 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 you know, I'm thinking everybody's looking at me now I've said it and oh my gosh, what are people, what will people think? And I know you've been there too. So when I said it aloud, Sarah and all of my table mates, all of my Betsy's at the table, they encouraged me. Oh my gosh, LD, this is great. This is so you. And at that moment, they're verbalizing that, that encouragement and then really undergirding me and undergirding my dream with offers of support and positive suggestions. Oh yeah, LD, let me, I know somebody, we can do this. That was what I needed. And, and, you know, you're thinking to yourself, you're like, you know what, this really could happen. And that, that's my practical wisdom for you today is find your permission, find that person that will give you permission to move to that next level that gives you that permission. And remember I'm talking permission in terms of courage, permission in terms of confidence, permission in terms of self-awareness, permission in terms of empowerment, permission in terms of, Hey, it's okay. You got this. That is so, so important. So what is it that you've been thinking about? What's your dream? What's your aspiration? What have you been noodling on? There's a project, you know, with us being um, basically sheltered in place, working from home, maybe in a hybrid situation, working from home. Some of you may be listening to me while you're, you're working or listening to me while you're driving or doing some errands. Think about this. What is it? What is it that gets you, gets your juices going and gets you thinking, ah, this is something that I could really do. I, this is something that I'm really passionate about. And so when you think about that, think about your aspirations. We all have a purpose for being here. It's not just to overeat at Thanksgiving or celebrate LD's birthday, which is Saturday. <clears throat> you notice how I slid that right in? <laughs> it's not just about that. But it is that thing. And I, I talked to a friend uh, a couple of years ago. She was changing jobs. And I said to her, so I thought this was like the, the best job for you. I thought this was just fabulous. And she said something to me that still resonates with me today. She said, LD, that was a great job. It was. But I am at a different place in my life. And I needed this job, which was the, new, the current job she was in. And she said, I need this job because I needed something to feed my soul. Wow. I said, that's deep. And I had to think about it. My work, what I do every day, how I make my living feeds my soul. I'm blessed because I do 
my passion. I work, my work is my passion. So I don't really work. I live my passion. I live my dreams. And so when you think about it and you, you think to yourself, Oh, you know what? I don't really need permission. I've been a card carrying adult for over a hundred years. Right, right. We know, we know. And as it turns out, you say you're an adult, you can do what you want, but many times not so much. And I want to tell you, I just want to say a word about my good friend, Sarah King. And, and I, I love Sarah because Sarah is the kind, she, she's the best questioner. Yeah, I don't know if that's such a word, but anyway, she's the best questioner I have ever, ever met. She knows just the right question to ask. That's what makes her such a fabulous executive coach. And, and uh, she is the principal and the founder of Optimum Insights. And I'll put her information uh, in, the, uh, in the podcast description. Uh, check her out. She is, she is really, really fabulous. And I think that sometimes she doesn't even know the power of her presence and the power of her questions. And so when you think about uh, this permission that I'm talking about today, it's not about can I and not about may I. It's more about, yes, you, yes, you can, and yes, you may. It's both of them. It's not more or less of one or the other. It's both, and it's both in tandem with you getting that confidence and you getting uh, that that support that you need and the courage that you need to go to that next level because so many of us are rethinking how our life should go going forward. We're rethinking it. We all are. Well, do I still want to do this? Do I, you know, whenever we, whenever we come out and I know that we will come out of this, whenever we come out of this, is this what I really want to do? Is this what I want to continue doing? And the data backs me up on this. So many women have opted or, or are opting out of the workforce. I don't want to do this anymore. I'm home with my kids. They're in those formative years. I like being at home with my kids. We can cut back on some other things, but this is this is really where I want to be. And so as you're looking at that, sometimes men are thinking about this, looking at, hey, do I really need to do all of the things that I've been doing? Does this feed my soul? That's a question for you. Does the work that you're doing feed your soul? Now, this is not an invitation for everybody to quit your jobs. That's not it. But what I'm saying is you need to find what is best for you. Does your work feed your soul? Yes, we know it feeds the kids, it feeds the dog, it feeds the, the mortgage company. But in terms of what feeds your soul, figure out that for yourself. And so if you're sure and, you know, if you're like me, that you, you, you knew that you could always do that something. I always knew I could do it, but I just needed that, that, that nudge. I needed someone to say, Hey, you need to get on this. And yes, you can do it. And when I said Sarah King is the best, the absolute best questioner I know, trust me, she is. And I've met a ton of inquisitive people, especially church people, you know, they can be like super, super, um, concerned, but you know, they're really being nosy, but you know, that's for another story. That's another story. Okay. But what she does is she gets your wheels turning. She starts you to think, and that's what inspires me. And I, and I, you know, I've been doing this and, 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 it, and she gets you to start talking about it. And as you start talking, you start noodling out the things that you want to, to do. 
And I, I must say that when you are looking for, for permission, look wider. Look at people across your network. Look at your tribe. I have a dear friend, Doris Glenf Green, and she is a master encourager. So I've got the questioner on my, on my team, and I have the master encourager. And, and Doris Green is a wonderful person. She kind of jabs at me sometimes, but she is a wonderful, wonderful person. And she is a great encourager. She's constantly asking, like Sarah, asking the right questions. But, but she encourages me, but she'll also give me that much needed or as needed kick in the pants if I, if, if I need it. But she's the, the kind of person that is, she just has a, a, an abundance of patience, much more patience. She's much more patient than I am. And, and she's a brilliant woman and a, a very kind woman. I have a tribe that supports me, my family, my church family, and I have a gang of Betsy's and, and a gang of folks that, that I've worked with down through the years. I was in federal service for many years and just a gang of people that, that really support me. And I, I can remember something that a good friend of mine said to me, uh, Tyra Dent Smith. And at the time she and I both were at U.S. Census Bureau and she was our HR director and she and I were talking. I left the bureau, came back to Charlotte uh, to care for my parents and, and my brother, and I started my business. And so I've been in business now for 18 years. And trust me, if you're talking about being an entrepreneur, you better know what you're doing because it is not for the faint of heart. It is great. It is a, I, I, I've always wanted to be an entrepreneur, but trust me, it is not an easy road. And, and I had my, I've had my ups and downs and very, very challenging times, but I am grateful that I, I stayed the course. And one of the things that, that uh, Tyra said to me when I came home and I was talking to her on the phone and she says, Oh, are you loving what you're doing? And I said, wait, no. Cause when I started out, I was doing one thing almost in the same vein, but I was doing more project management stuff. And she said, why aren't you doing what you want to do? And I told her all the reasons why I couldn't. And something she said to me that I'll share with you. She said this, why are you talking yourself out of your blessing? And I will say that to you. Are you talking yourself out of your blessing, the thing that makes most sense for you and that feeds your soul? Think about that. Okay, here's your call to action as an individual. What I want you to do is ask yourself, what would I do if I could do absolutely anything? What would I do if I could do absolutely anything? And I will add a small caveat to that question. What feeds your soul? What feeds your soul? And then my good friend Tyra Dent Smith said, don't talk yourself out of your blessing. Ponder that. That's your, that's your call to action this week. I want you to think about that. Think about it. Think about what would you do in the position that you're in. Many of you are in, in, in high, high level positions in your, in your jobs. Think about what would you do? And that doesn't mean quitting your job or changing jobs. It doesn't. What would you do or what could you do more of or less of in that position that would put you in a, in a space where you are more fulfilled? Think about that. So that's for the individual. Now here's a call to action uh, for, for, I want to say one more thing about, about that as an individual. And I think I need to, to amplify this. Don't, don't go with a pipe dream. Okay, I want to be a singer. Not going to happen at 55 years old. 
I'm not going to be a singer. I'm not going to be an actress at this age. I'm not thinking, I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about something whimsical. I'm not talking about something frivolous. But I want you to think about what you would do if you could do anything. Keep that in mind. We're also talking about your job. And then I want you to find your permission. I want you to find your permission. I want you to find that courage to go to that next level. And that next level could very well mean that you are thinking thinking more deeply about this. You have a plan that that what I will do will be five years from now or three years from now, whatever it is. But I want you to do that for me this week. Now, if you are an organization or you are a leader in an organization, what I want you to do, your call to action is only two words. Make space. Make space. Make space for your employees to think and to be creative in their jobs. We're not doing widgets. Most of us, most of you are not doing widgets every day. And so as, as an organization, as a leader in an organization, ask yourself this question, am I making space for my employees, for my team members to be their best, to be creative? And creative is not a thing. We're talking about a, a, a problem solving and how they approach issues and how they approach creative ways of looking at things. So that's what I'm thinking about with that. If this global pandemic has taught us anything, it has taught us that anything is possible. Anything is possible. Guys, I have enjoyed this now. It's going to get better. Uh, practical wisdom. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love one. I love sharing with you what I've learned down through the years. And you hear a lot as you heard from me sharing things uh, from friends and colleagues that have shared things with me that have made a difference and an impact in my life. So thanks for listening and for your support. I'll leave you with a quote that is so apropos for this practical wisdom segment. This It reads as follows. If you only carry one thing throughout your entire life, let it be hope. Let it be hope that better things are always ahead. Let it be hope that you can get through even the toughest of times. Let it be hope that you are stronger than any challenge that comes your way. Let it be hope that you are exactly where you are meant to be right now and that you are on the path to where you are meant to be because during these times, hope will be the very thing that carries you through. That's by Nikki Bannis. That's great, right? I love it. Well, thanks for listening. Next week, we'll begin a new month of wonderful interviews around our theme so you're a high potential. What's next? You've heard that before. A high po or high potential. We're going to talk about that next month. You'll hear from experts in the field of research and development of high potentials or high pos as they are referred to. Additionally, HR and talent develop, development experts will share tactics and strategies to grow talent from potential to high performing contributors. It's going to be another great month. Remember to subscribe and to be notified uh, when other podcasts uh, and new information is uploaded. You have to subscribe. So remember to do that. I am so, so excited about this opportunity, and I look forward to being with you next week with a new guest. Thanks for listening. Have a great rest of your day. Thanks for tuning in and for supporting me. I don't take your support for granted. 
I am both grateful and humbled. Join us next week for another episode. And remember to subscribe and ask others to subscribe. Go to our website at commonsenseleadership.org for more detail. Thank you and have a great day. This podcast and omni-channel experience is brought to you by the Walter Cates Foundation, the entertainment and telecommunication industry's leading national foundation dedicated to advocacy around diversity, equity, and inclusion. And we are proud to have them as our signature partner. We are very grateful for their generosity and for their support. To learn more, visit waltercates.org. Thank you for joining Common Sense Leadership Podcast with your host, Dr. L.D. Bennett. Visit our website, commonsenseleadership.org, for more details. See you next week.